0: Welcome to today's episode of English Mode. I'm your host, Vicky, and if you're not yet done so, hit that subscribe button so that you never ever miss a new episode. This podcast combines interesting thoughts and ideas of talented, creative, successful, passionate, goal-oriented people to inspire you to become a better person and to improve your English. Hello guys, today we are going to talk about starting your own business and Marlon will give us some ideas what it is like to be an entrepreneur. So, Marlon, can you tell a little bit about yourself, where are you from, what do you do, and how did you end up in Portugal?
1: Hello, my name is Marlon, I'm from San Francisco, California. Um, I was born and raised there. Um, I initially had a career back home after university of uh, working in uh, software sales in Silicon Valley for different tech companies. I'm 39 years old, so I did that for 13 years,
0: yeah. Or why did you come to
1: Portugal? Um, In America, the landscape of working in corporate America is different. And a lot of jobs you have in America um, requires you uh, to work almost full time. In America, we get 10 days of vacation. Really? Yeah, it's not something that I knew the worst the rest of the world didn't do. Um, Found that out pretty much by traveling to Europe and seeing that people got a month, two months off. But that's the reason why I came. I wanted to travel and and see the world in different places. So I gave myself three years to go to Europe and kind of do my own thing, knowing I have a career back home. Um, If I wasn't to find somewhere permanent to stay or find somewhere permanent I wanted to live in, I could go back to the career. So I came here to just kind of explore, uh, see the world, and, and just have some leisure time after 13 years of working in corporate America.
0: And uh, why Lagos? Because, like, you've traveled a lot, I guess, before choosing Lagos, right?
1: Yeah, well, I initially didn't even know Lagos existed when I flew into Lisbon. Um, I was up there maybe for a week and a half, two weeks, and I met, or I became good friends with some Australians at a hostel I was staying at, and um, they were parting ways and going to a place that I didn't know, and it was called Lagos. So, they're like, do you want to come? I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. I like hanging out with you guys, and I was like, "What's Lagos?" They're like, "It's a small beach town," and so I was like, "Sounds good to me." Lisbon doesn't really have that, so I came here, and uh, that's how I found about Lagos through them. Yeah.
0: Wow. So it was kind of spontaneous, right? Wow. So um, I've heard that you want to start your own business. What kind of business do you want to start?
1: Um, I found out that um, I want to work in hostels. Um, so I did that, and then I found through doing that that I wanted to actually own my own hostel. Um, so I think a hostel is a good place to meet people. <clears throat> I'm a very much a people person, and um, it kind of have correlations with sales as well. Technology sales, you're dealing with people and business and different people in different parts of the business. Here you're dealing with people in life and people living life in different parts of the world, so there's some correlation there, so I really like it.
0: You know, uh, I have always wanted to start my own business, but actually I'm really scared to do that. How did this idea come to your mind to start your own business, and are you scared or not?
1: I'm scared of not trying. Um, in America, the American dream is to um, own something because it's so expensive to do it. The city I come from is the most expensive city in San Francisco, so starting any business will take hundreds of thousands. Uh, my rent, for example, was 3200 a month. And I don't own that, you know? So owning anything is the American dream. And um, yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And it is scary, but I think it's scarier not to try it. But having a little piece of my American dream in Portugal would be great. And um, yeah, it's scary, but I, I think that it's something that I'm willing to be um, go for and uh, know about through trying, yeah. Um,
0: do you think that... Uh, anyone can do those kind of things do you think like there are specific qualities or skills you need for that to be an entrepreneur or to start your own business
1: yeah in, in terms of being an entrepreneur I think you have to be agile If you're an animal or or a lizard almost, you'd have to be a chameleon, Uh, meaning that there's a lot of different people that come through and a lot of different personalities you have to deal with um, in this industry, the hustle industry, so you have to very much be a people person. So I think that's one of the qualities that you have to have. Patience, Mm -hmm. um, and you have to have a good game plan um, so that you can capitalize on the market that you're trying to uh, get revenue out of.
0: Do you think you can create your own business if you don't have enough money?
1: I think you can. Um, I I think there's ways that you can do that. Um, One that comes to mind is having partners. So if you have three partners, um, then that means that um, you have two other people to help you make financial ends meet. Um, Two, you can always take out a loan um, to have complete control of the business as well. Um, but I'm very much a team player I used to play sports. So I think, you know, um, when there's people involved, there's more ideas, there's more things to, uh, more people to help accomplish things when they go wrong and to support you through hard times and good times as well. Um, yeah.
0: And uh, if you want to start your own business, what will you do actually? If you start your own business, will you like uh, search for a partner or will you just uh, buy something or will you start your own something new?
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to – I have two partners right now that I'm considering. Um, you know, things change, people leave, have new ideas. Um, but, yeah, that's that's what I'll do. I'll have some partners. Um, I want to have uh, full control of the business. So the partners I have will be silent. They'll be there for financial purposes. It's actually the best situation for them. Um, say I need 40000 I have 20000 um, I need 10 more thousand that the other two people will put in. Um, that means they'll be uh, uh, splitting 50% of the revenue, 25% each. So they would pre- pretty much, just for investing, the initial investment, get 25% of the revenue of the business every year, being silent partners. Um, and that's that's the way I think I'll do it, Yeah.
0: Actually, I think it is really smart because like that you will have no fights with them and you will do whatever you
1: want <laughs> yeah,
0: and then yeah. they will just receive their money, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. But I just thought about a flaw. I need to have complete control over it. So maybe I'll have 51% of the business and they can split the 49
0: <laughs> Yeah, and um, if you had lots of money,
1: yeah.
0: what would you invest your money in?
1: Uh, I think I'd invest it in people. Um, so... Um, you know, my mom is a teacher. She has um, tutorial programs for at risk youth in America, which are mainly African American, Mexicans, and um, people of color, um, to uh, help them to get to college and stuff like that. So it's good to have um, reinvestments, I think, um, that you get from money of your business that'll help people. So that's what I'll do. I think I reinvest maybe with kids that need backpacks for school, you know, do stuff like that, you know, to to help out and put the money to good use for the kids in the future and stuff and um, do some of the things that I want to do personally, which is, you know, to buy a house here in Lagos or um, to go on vacations and travel more. Um, I'd reinvest some people and myself and the business.
0: So you also said that you might buy the hostel where we're actually having the conversation. Yeah. So if you if you imagine if you bought it, what would you change yeah. in the hostel? Like furniture or I don't know, like atmosphere, maybe the goals would be different.
1: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, so the, the lease is definitely up and I want to take over the business here. What I would change is um, I know that... This is a very, very international town, um, but it does have a flavor and a backdrop feel of it still being being very Portuguese from the tiles, um, you know, from the food. There's a lot of Portuguese food here. And so I want this hostel to represent more of the Portuguese flavor. So I put more, um, you know, Portuguese tile in here and make it have a Portuguese feel. Um, just give some... Uh, homage to where we're at and what we like around here, which is, you know, the Portuguese backdrop, the Portuguese lifestyle, the Portuguese food, the Portuguese beaches, so I want to reflect more Portugal into the hostel, so I changed that. Um, Upstairs, I think I was talking to you about it's a non-functional space Mm -hmm. that has room for maybe a jacuzzi, um, you know, some artificial grass, some beanbags, Um, just make it a functional space. Um, outside, an additional one that people can enjoy. So those are some of the things that I would do. Additionally, I know you guys slept in the beds. The ones you have were comfortable, but there's some other ones that are not as comfortable. Um, I want the beds to be top-notch. I want the pillows to be top-notch. I want, when you're sleeping, you to feel like you're at home. Yeah? I'd also put curtains on the bunk beds because I feel like it's privacies of a premium Um, in in hostels, um, just like the socialism aspect should be as well. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Imagine if uh, this hostel was yours now. Um, would you change something like because we're traveling during pandemic times, Mm -hmm. I guess it should be safe but like uh, actually what I realized in Portugal, nobody cares about it. Like even like uh, when I went to the supermarket I wanted to pay with a credit card and they said sorry, no, we just accept cash. And I was like, what the hell is that? Because actually you know, during COVID-19 it's much safer to pay with a credit card. So what would you change in the hostel to make people feel safe during COVID-19.
1: You know, I think in regards to that's a funny story. It, let me tell you about a little about Portugal. We've been the least hit until recently. It's one of the safest places. So the reality of what's going on outside of here and what's going on here is completely different. I think you guys have seen how lax the environment is. There's people on the beaches, people in the streets. The only thing that's uh, not happening is the length of time that businesses can be open. Um, but it has affected people traveling here. I think 170,000 people would be here right now. Um, and there's only about 50,000. But in regards to people feeling comfortable at the hostel, um, I always, with these times, make sure if I see people coming in with masks, um, say, hey, you know, let me know if you're not comfortable. Let me know what will make you comfortable. Um, I personally was in corporate America for a bunch of years, and everything was a rule. So I just want to make sure that people's comfort is a rule. So everyone that comes in, I ask them what makes them comfortable. We have alcohol to disinfect your hands. We have masks for the guests here. Um, but people here are so relaxed and I think naturally get included into that, no matter where they're from once they're here, and become laxed as well. So, um, but yeah, I think that's what I would do, is just ask them what makes them comfortable. And if there's something we don't have that will make them comfortable, I'll provide it. But besides that, Portugal's so chill. I think people chill out when they get here. <laughs>
0: So when you buy this hostel, what will it be called?
1: So this hostel has a funny name. It's called RCS Hostel. And uh, if you understand the owner, then you won't be surprised that it's the owner's initials. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was thinking about um, the name. The name is the branding. And so I actually got together with a friend of mine who owns a couple businesses in towns. And we're shooting around ideas while making a business plan. Um, and his name is Randy. He owns a beach bar, Patata beach bar. Maybe if you've seen him, that's one of his business. But um, the in-hostel works. Capital I, capital N, then dot, um, and it evolves, right? It can make it through a pa- pandemic. Um, people want to be included. It's inclusive. Um, we are seasonal hostel. You know, you can be in during the summer. You can be in during the winter. Um, I think it's an evolving name that doesn't have a permanent stamp. Um, it's social. Say we do want to be a party hostel, which I don't. Um, it can be one because it's in. If you want to be a social hostel, you can be one because it's in. If you want to be a surfer and come out here and do that, you can do that because we're in. You know, so that's the name that of my hostel would be capital I, capital N, period, hostel.
0: Cool. Thank you very much. It was really interesting.
1: Thank you. It's travel safely. <laughs>